Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC The Talk Station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And I'm coming with you today, uh, coming at you today with my wife, Ashley Berlin, and we're talking about nutrition. And we're doing this because we have an amazing event coming up that we're really excited about. And we're going to be talking about five different essential areas of our health that we're going to be able to take control of our health over these five areas, um, get our health back, start with a new beginning, a fresh start, or if you need to just turn it up a notch so that we can literally better our chances of living longer, living healthier, enjoying our lives, not falling victim to sickness, to you know, uh, medication, not being a statistic of the pharmaceutical companies. But really my vision behind this and, and the reason I'm, I'm motivated about this event and want to do this and excited, we're partnering with tons of churches actually on this event. And the great one. Yep. The reason we're excited about it is because we truly believe that as believers, that, um, that our creator created us to have life and have it abundantly. And we're living so far below that, um, you know, that, that measuring stick that we're, we just don't measure up, um, on the barometer, so to speak of our health. And that I believe that as believers, as Christians, that we are called to be different and different in a good way, not different in a bad way, <laughs> not like we're weird, but like we're weird because we're, we're there's a better way. Right. We're weird because, um, you know, I, I really believe that the grace of God is awesome for, you know, our, our shortcomings. But I also believe that when we have truth that we're supposed to live it out. And I think that there should be in churches, less divorce, not more divorce. There should be uh, uh, people taking care of their finances and being good stewards of their finances and having more wealth, not less. I think that they should have more health, not less. They should have less disease, not more of it. And so this event that we're doing, the Genesis Factor is all about a new beginning, a new genesis, a, a starting to look at our health from a perspective of what Christ and God would have in mind. Absolutely. And, you know, every single cell in your body regenerates every seven years, right? It takes about seven years for every single cell. So you are literally a new human every on a cellular level every seven years. So, I mean, the idea that you can have a new beginning, you can have a genesis, the genesis factor, you can, you can start anew, you can start anew every single day. You know, like it is never, you are never too late for where you are in your life. I don't care if you're 99 years old or if you're, you know, brand new to the world, it is never too late. Or you're just in the middle in the middle of your lifespan. Maybe you maybe you're a grandparent. Maybe you are a parent. You know, wherever it is in your life, it is never too late to start to take control of your health. Um, because the things that you have today, the things that you're doing today, you're casting small, tiny votes um, towards the accumulative effect of your health. And we can change that. We can make an impact on it. And you can turn around quicker than you thought. So. If you're interested in this at all, here's the action step is whether you're driving or you're, you know, um, at home right now, uh, just remember this. It's real simple. DrRyanLive.com. So D-R-R-Y-A-N Live, L-I-V-E.com. That's where you go for all things uh, related to the show. You can go there to register for events. You can go there to check out the podcast and listen to past episodes, which are also on iTunes. You can go there for scheduling an appointment with us. So that's the one place to go for ever, all your needs is drryanlive.com and get registered. Click on events and go to 
the Genesis Factor uh, Max Living Makeover. And get registered today. It's going to be amazing. So today we're talking about the nutrition side of things. So we're going to go over at the Genesis Factor Max Living Makeover. We're going to go over five different areas. How to heal. How to eat. How to move and exercise. How to think in regards to our health. And lastly, how to avoid toxicity. And those are the five areas we're going to be going over. So today I told Ashley, I want to give you guys a preview, kind of give you some of our best stuff up front. If you like this, you're going to love the event. You're going to love the event. And this is our biggest event of the year. I failed to mention that. Our very biggest event of the year. It is an actual three-hour in-depth event. It's Saturday morning, um, October 26th. So we're about a month out, October 26th. It's from 9 a.m. till noon. And it's being held at the Lakota East Freshman Building um, up in Liberty Township. So um, there's more information, addresses, all the information on how to get there, how to register, um, everything like that. But we're about a month out, Saturday, October 26th. This is a huge makeover event, and most of our patients or just acquaintances that have come to events like this before have made gigantic turns around turnarounds in their lifestyle. They've walked away with one or two or three or you know even more than that, a handful of things that they're action items that they're taking home, they're making changes in their life. We've met up with people. I mean, heck, we've met with, up with people seven years after a makeover event that we've done, and they said... I lost 50 pounds. My husband lost 60 pounds. My kids turned their you know health around. Um, and so th- this is really just such an amazing event. We're going to have some awesome vendors there too. Peloton's going to be there. Yeah. Um, who else? You have uh, the uh, Pilates place, Yeah, we have right? Club Pilates will be there. Peloton will be there. Um, we have Heirloom Chef, who's a, um, a, a very affordable um, personal chef. Uh, we have, a, oh my gosh, we have, we have upwards of 15 vendors that will be there. So it's going to be a ton of fun. Awesome time. So if you are are a long-time listener or first-time listener and you want to come and uh, participate in something live with us, this is the event to do it. We only do this, uh, you know, this is our biggest one every year. So I'm just excited about that. So let's get into some of the nutrition. The first thing um, I want to talk about is is something that you wrote about for Cincy Chic Magazine when you were their health and fitness columnist uh, years ago. Nine years ago. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, I remember the topic of nutrient density. So we're going to get into it coming up, but just um, you know, over the next minute or so, what is what is nutrient density? What what are we talking about? We talk about nutrient density, right? So when we talk about nutrient density, we're literally talking about um, what's in like that food, that food item that you're eating. How how many nutrients are packed into that particular item that you're eating? So everything that you can consume um, has hopefully some sort of nutrients. There are items that people eat that um, don't have any nutritional value to them at all. And we wouldn't personally call them food, but you know, people eat them. So if they're not nutrient dense, then they're calorically dense. Then they're calorically right? dense. Right. And foods can be both calorically dense and nutritionally dense. Those are most of your good fats. Sure. But what we really want to focus on more than the calories, because calories, um, you know, calories in and out matters a little bit. But what matters more is how many nutrients we're actually putting into our body. Well, I think that we went through the 80s, 90s, and maybe early 2000s really focused on calories. And so it, it we've offset what our real focus should be. We've really weighted calories significantly more than what we should. Awesome. So let's dive into that coming up. Um, again, if you're interested in coming to the event, go to drryanlive.com. 
We're going to be talking about nutrient density and how to pack the most nutrition into every bite you're taking so that you don't have to worry about caloric intake anywhere near as much. That's coming up on 55 KRC Detox Station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. We're talking about nutrition today because we're excited about the Genesis Factor Max Living Makeover event that we're doing live. I'm going to have a huge event. I'm excited for you guys to join us. Go to drryanlive.com to be there for that. But we're talking about how... Uh, it used to be that people worried about calories and counting calories, and they were worried about not getting fat um, or right. getting fat. Right. So they were counting calories, and you know the the Jenny Craig's of the world or the uh, uh, the Weight Watchers, um, you know, have whether it's points or calories, or whatever. It's basically all based on caloric intake. A lot of it, right? And so here's a beautiful uh, a beautiful example that I gave a lot of my clients when I owned um, my gym is that this uh, will this will make it this will cut through the clutter, right? This will make it very clear for you um, on on the calorie discussion. And that's that if I had two two clients in my gym and one, and they both are eating 2000 calories a day and one is eating 2000 calories of lean meats, vegetables, good fats, um, maybe even complex carbohydrates. Um, that's what their diet consists of, of those 2000 calories. And the other has a diet of 2000 calories and all of their diet is consumed of French fries. They're both consuming 2,000 calorie diets, so they should both be fine, right? Yeah, so we know that's not going to work. Right, it's not going to work at all. So calories are not the only snapshot that we can look at in terms of how you're eating, right? Especially, and listen, I've given this example a ton of times as well. If you want to lose weight, if you're someone that says, hey, I'd really like to lose 10 to 20 pounds, I'd like to lose 50 pounds. I've had clients that worked with me that have lost 100 pounds. And if you want to do that, the fastest way to do it is to just saw off your legs <laughs> or cut off a body part. You can lose weight very fast, but nobody's signing up for that, right? Because that's ridiculous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And so it's are dangerous. a lot of the other methods of weight so loss. So are a lot there. of the other methods of weight loss. Yeah, they may be effective, but they're very dangerous. They don't actually get you to where your health goals are. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. So Absolutely. I, so, so when we talk about losing weight, we're gonna we have to include health in the picture of losing weight, right? Yeah. So it, there's no point in losing weight if it's you end up sick and diseased within years. There's absolutely no point of losing weight if you're going to end up with cancer, if you're going to end up with heart disease, if you're going to do it in a dangerous way that's harmful to your body. And we're not talking about nutrient density for the purpose of losing weight. But what's interesting is when you start eating nutrient-dense foods and you start getting more nutrient-dense foods into your diet, you have less room in your nutritional regimen or plan for calorically dense foods that are nutritionally deficient. And so the idea being that absolutely. rather than focus on cutting calories – and cutting calories from the wrong sources, why don't we just focus on getting the right foods in so that we leave less room in our day, in our meal, in our, you know, in our, in our uh, plan or whatever that is for um, calorically, you know, dense, nutritionally deficient food. So um, that just begs the question, okay, so we, I, if we were to create a list, so we say we had a chart. In fact, I'm looking at one from uh, infographics. Uh, I'm looking, no, this is... Um, Anna Lewandowski, a health plan. There's a, a 
nutritional density chart that she has on her website. So sure. yeah. on this website, they they ranked all these foods by nutritional density. And basically, uh, you know, like colas, like, you know, the big brands, of yeah. pop, soda, cola, depending on what part of the country you're from. Right, right. Um, in the South, everything was Coke. Everything's a Coke in the <laughs> yeah, South, but we don't want to get in trouble with Coke. So col- <laughs> right. cola being a, a zero or a one, meaning there's little to no nutritional value mm-hmm. whatsoever. Then they go up the scale as to nutritional value on this. And then kale would be like the mother of all at a thousand, right? right. That's why I, I, everyone everyone, and everything is kale, right. especially in supplements and greens, powders, and all this. Right, right, right. So it's interesting. You can look at this list and kind of start choosing your foods by nutritional density. Um, that's one way of doing it. Another is I just looked up that the most nutrient-dense foods Healthline just did an article on this. And um, they listed some of the most nutrient-dense foods. They put salmon at the top because if salmon isn't farmed, then it's eating basically other sea life and plant vegetation. And so it it lived a life rich in vitamins and minerals, including large amounts of magnesium, potassium, selenium, B vitamins, huge amounts of omega-3 fatty acids, and and high-quality uh, animal protein, you know, very lean, as long as it's coming from wild caught and not farm raised. But why right. not farm raised? Because anything farm raised that's not eating what it's supposed to eat in nature is being force fed grains, which are the calorically dense, nutritionally deficient food. So you want to eat an animal that's eating what it should be eating just like you want to eat what you should be eating. So if you are going to eat an animal, salmon, number one, one of the most nutrient-dense foods. I would argue that grass-fed, pasture-raised beef, or any animal that is eating the way it should be would be up there. Um, We use a farm. Oh, my gosh. You guys, we're so lucky to live in Cincinnati. We have a farm called Grassland Graze out on Princeton Road in Liberty Township. Um, One of the most amazing farms. In fact, Kip the farmer there was included in a national study uh, it was, I think, I believe hundreds of farms, and his farm was the outlier amongst all of them that had the most nutrient-dense animal meat um, from, from cows, mm-hmm. the most nutrient-dense beef out of any farm in the nation tested, uh, higher amounts of vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin D, uh, better omega-3 to 6 fatty acid ratios is amazing. So again, if you're going to eat any animal, they're saying salmon's the most dense, but I would just right. say any animal that's eating what it's intended to eat. Number two on the list was kale with high amounts of vitamin C, vitamin A, and K1. Uh, number three, something our kids actually love. <laughs> seaweed. So, yeah, our kids have been – we've been packing seaweed in their lunch for forever. Not and... like we go scrape it out of the water. Right. But like those dehydrated seaweed treats. Right, right. Um, and they they actually love it. And um, they've definitely introduced seaweed to a lot of their friends – Um, at school. But, you know, it's funny because seaweed is, they have antioxidants with powerful anti-inflammatory capacities inside of them. It's just a wonderful high content of iodine, um, lots of minerals that your, which, which is what your body, that iodine mineral is what your body uses. Um, So really necessary. And seaweed is just literally an amazing, um, amazing thing that, that you can eat. Um, Number four on that list was garlic. One of my favorite foods to add into literally everything. Literally everything. You know, it's funny. There was a um, there was a, a Facebook meme or something mm-hmm. online that somebody sent over to us because we talk about garlic a lot. We like talk about adding garlic into your food and how wonderful it is for you. Um, and they said that you you don't measure garlic 
um, with a, uh, a measuring spoon. You measure garlic with your heart. <laughs> and I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so garlic how much, is... How much do you love in there? Right. How much do you love it's in really there? It's really high in several vitamins. Vitamin C, vitamin B1 and B6, um, calcium, potassium, copper, manganese, selenium, as far as some of the minerals. One of the neat things about uh, garlic that's so awesome is it's been shown to reduce blood pressure, reduce uh, your LDL cholesterol, which is the one that most of us need to lower. And it also helps potentially raise HDL cholesterol, which puts you at a lot less of a risk for heart disease. Um, you know, there's also another interesting one of um, one of the first foods. Um, and sometimes we get our uh, we've had I, I will say this too. With my first with my firstborn, I had my nose thumbed a little bit at the idea of feeding my firstborn liver. Um, and I liver is such a nutrient dense food. Um, out of all of the organs, liver is by far the most nutritious. Um, it has hundreds of functions in the metabolism, but one of its functions is to store important nutrients for the rest of your body. So consuming that liver product gives you the benefit of that. So just a three and a half ounce, um, which is about 100 grams of protein of beef liver, it contains vitamin B12, about 1,176% of your daily value of vitamin B12. It contains vitamin B5, vitamin B6, niacin, folate, B2, vitamin A, copper, iron, phosphorus, zinc, selenium, um, and a lot of high-quality animal protein. So I think when people think about beef liver and think about, like, how do I how would I even make that? How do I do that? I think one of the ways you can sneak it in really easily is, like, have it made in, into and mixed into your ground beef, too. Have it mixed like into you your ground beef, literally, yeah. Um, you know, be eating that berries are another one uh and heavy antioxidant rich foods we personally don't consume tons and tons and tons of fruit especially high um high 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 you know sugar containing fruits but we eat tons of berries because of their antioxidant and auric values right um, on the auric scale and then the last one on this list that i was excited about was egg yolks egg you yolks. know eat the darn yolk for crying out loud that's where all the nutrition of the entire egg comes from the old, you know, information about egg whites is so outdated. So eat the yolks. That's where all the vitamins, all the lutein is, everything that protects your eyes, reduces your cholesterol. So coming up, we're going to be talking now about the flip side of this and avoiding toxicity in food and our nutrition. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. We're talking about nutrition today and also um, just really getting excited for our upcoming event called the Genesis Factor, the Max Living Makeover live event. Um, we're going to have some awesome vendors and anybody interested in improving your health, anybody interested in nutrition, anybody interested in learning how to get the most out of your life when it comes to feeling your best and avoiding drugs and surgery, you need to come to the event. Um, check it out on drryanlive.com. That's the same website where you can go to listen to past episodes on our podcast. Or right now you could schedule a new patient appointment. We leave five open every single week for anyone who is um, looking to uh, you know work with us and improve their health. So um, 
you know, we just were finishing up the list of like the most nutrient dense foods and we kind of skimmed over egg yolks. I think that's one of the biggest ones that people yes. have such a misconception about. They've been demonized because of their cholesterol content, but um, studies have really shown that the dietary cholesterol isn't something you generally need to worry about, that eating moderate to even high amounts of cholesterol doesn't really affect your bad cholesterol in your blood. It actually affects your good cholesterol. Therefore, egg yolks are one of the most nutritious foods on the planet because whole eggs um, really are even referred to as nature's vitamin, and they're, they're the only food that contains uh, uh, in a complete protein source in terms of every sing- single essential amino acid. Wow. Uh, egg yolks are one of the most nutritious foods on the planet, and so this is why we even throw them in to um, like a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do like yep. the Rocky Balboa style and throw yep. a uh, <laughs> raw egg, but right. not, not just drink it out of the glass, but throw it into a protein shake. Um, you know, it can really decrease your risk of eye diseases like cataracts and macular degeneration. So think about the population right now that has more macular degeneration and more cataracts. They grew up in a time when they were being told not to eat what? The yolk. Egg yolks. Yep. Yep. And so now they have some of the worst eyes, historically speaking. And I think everybody always thinks that carrots are the eye champions, right? Because of the vitamin A content. Right, right. And we don't realize that eggs are also. Yeah, but all the lutein and uh, what's the xanthan or whatever, the antioxidants that are in there. Uh, Last on the list that we didn't mention was dark chocolate. The ladies will be excited to hear this one. (laughs) Right. It's got a high cocoa content. It's one of the most nutritious foods you can eat. Again, tons and tons and tons of antioxidants. Antioxidants offset free radicals. Free radicals are created by things like stress, radiation, uh, toxins, etc. And antioxidants, sorry, uh, free radicals are what eventually lead to cellular damage and then things like cancer and other metabolic disorders. Right. And so antioxidants help offset that. Well, the cocoa and dark chocolate's really rich in antioxidants. There's also tons of magnesium. Yes. You know, but you got to be eating the like 96%, right. you know, uh, or higher dark chocolate. Right. One study that showed that people who consumed uh, dark chocolate, small amounts more than five times a week, had a 50% lower risk of heart disease. Wow. So given that heart disease is like the most common disease right. in the U.S., I think that means Number that most disease. of us could do uh with a little bit more cocoa in our lives go 70 percent cocoa or higher um the best ones contain 85 percent or higher so you got to get up into that rich cocoa content if you really want the best benefits that's amazing you know i think the bottom line with um with nutrient density is that if you want lots of nutrients without lots of calories the most obvious strategy is to take dietary supplements however right Right, right. I don't think any of us want to be swallowing 40 pills a day to get our nutrition in. Um, so, right, and I don't think that that's how we're designed to do it. No. We don't, I don't, we've always said this, supplements are a supplement, something that are supplemental to your healthy diet, like to your good diet. And if there's things that are obvious blinders, um, if there, if you know you're not getting in you know, wild caught fish once a week, then obviously you need to be supplementing with omegas. Yeah. Like there's, there's never any plan that we would lay out in front of anybody or any recommendation that we would make in terms of supplements that we don't give a food recommendation for. But if a client or if a patient or if someone who's like looking for this says, I don't, I'm not going to consume fish once a week. Yeah. 
okay, fair enough. Then here's what you have to be doing. Or if yeah. we have someone who's a vegetarian, then fine. Okay, you're a vegetarian. You have to be supplementing with B12 because that's your your only sources are from there, right? It's kind of like the adage we used to talk about with vitamin D, how you're, you're not deficient in vitamin D. You're deficient in a lifestyle that includes sunlight. Yes. You're not deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. You're deficient in a nutrition plan that includes foods that are rich in omega-3s. Right, right. You're right. not deficient in magnesium. You're deficient in eating the right... Uh, vegetables and maybe, you know, like liver, like we talked about, or, or even, uh, you know, cocoa rich chocolate that contains things like magnesium. So right. I, you're I, like, would I rather have liver or chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where you have to start making your choices. Right. Now I do want to talk about one thing, which is I do think supplements are becoming more important. And yes. so listen to this, the organic consumers association cites several studies with findings, one of them was a, a Cushy Institute analysis of nutrient data from 1975 to 1997. Okay, so from 75 to 97, they found that the average calcium levels in 12 different fresh vegetables dropped 27 percent. Iron levels 37 percent, vitamin A levels 21 percent, and vitamin C levels 30 percent. A similar study in the British nutrient data from 1930 to 1980, so a longer study, showed that 20 vegetables had an average calcium content that declined 19%. This is over in Britain, so theirs wasn't as bad as ours, even over a longer span. Right. Uh, iron, 22%. Potassium, 14%. So why is that that our nutrients are no longer as rich? Well, it has to do with farming and, and yes. the way we're commercially engaging in agriculture that we're no longer doing certain things. We're not, um, we're not treating our soil as if it's a living thing. We're not feeding the soil. Yep. We're not rotating crops. We're not giving soil land rest. We're not doing some of these, that some of these concepts go all the way back to the Bible. Right. And so what they're saying now is like, you would have to eat 30 apples to get the same nutrient density of an apple from like the 1930s and forties. Right. Right. And so this is where I believe supplementation is important, but it doesn't mean that we go to like the science uh, fiction George Jetson days of like, right. you know, uh, dehydrated food cubes you know, right. that are going right. to have all of our nutrient density. I think that we now have to be very conscious about developing relationships with farmers, yes. going to farmers markets, finding out how like if you really want to be a healthy individual and, and this... I'm going to be, I, I'm just going to say this. If you really want to be a healthy individual, then you don't buy most of your food from Kroger. Right. Right. And that's not, that's not Kroger a knock Mecca, against right. Kroger. Right. Right. Cause I know Cincinnati's Kroger Mac. I'm just saying that farmers know best and the farmers that are producing the best food aren't shipping it halfway across the world. They're selling it right, right out your back door at a farmer's market. Absolutely. Or, or, or how about this? I challenge Kroger to have a farmer mark, farmer's market, have a local section where we could go to Kroger's and, and your, your local farmer can bring their produce right there into the store and, and, and you, you can know, buy I, it directly I, there. I'd challenge them with this one. If you can't keep that stocked, then have a farmer's market day. Right, right. Right. Set up outside where you have the Adirondack chairs and the grills in spring and the you know uh, yes. firewood in the fall. Like right. you guys have that beautiful overhang. Have a farmer's market out there. Right. And, right. you know, take a, a percentage or charge for a booth or do whatever that is and have one day. Right. I mean, there are so many ways that this could be being done if it was actually about quality of food and not about strictly profit. Right. Absolutely.
So let's talk about the Clean 15 Dirty Dozen. Share what's this concept with me? What does it mean? Yeah, so um, there are a list of foods um, that that there are certain foods that are more susceptible to the soaking in and and the increased residue of the pesticides that really get inside that food and permeate the food so that when you're eating that food right now we're challenging you we're challenging you to think about the food that we're that you're eating what is happening with the food that you're eating is there a difference between the lettuce that comes from a farmer's market and the lettuce that you would get in a salad from McDonald's is there a difference in that lettuce? And I would I argue that, yes, there is a dramatic difference in the nutrient density of that lettuce. And so so the clean 15 and the dirty dozen, there's are, these are just walking us through a list of items that are more susceptible. The dirty dozen would be 12 items that are more susceptible to pesticides, that the, those items really get soaked in with them. And you never want to eat those when they're not organic. You just don't touch them not organic. And then the Clean 15 is a list of 15 different vegetables or fruits that have a little bit more of a barrier. And so these pesticides aren't getting inside them. The bioaccumulation of toxin toxicity isn't as heavy in these. They're more they're protected and they're blocked off. And so if you choose to eat them not organic, then you're going to be you're going to be safe on these. And so a lot of times when I'm traveling, I will there's a few of these that I know by heart and then there's a few of these that I keep a list on my phone so that when I'm traveling, I can know, hey, what's safe to eat when I don't have a lot of organic options. Yeah, so if you want to find the list, we'll go over this uh, coming up, but if you want to find the list of the Clean 15 Dirty Dozen, simply Google search Clean 15 Dirty Dozen. It's the EWG, which is the um, Environmental Working Group. Em- yeah. Environmental Working Group who puts out this uh, list every single year. We'll run through the list in a minute coming up. Um, we'll go through the Clean 15 Dirty Dozen. So uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55 KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRCD Talk Station. This is the show about maximizing your health. No drugs and surgery, because that wouldn't maximize your health. Right. That may save your life at times, but in most cases, it'll destroy your health over time. So we're talking about maximizing your health. And one of the things that we do every year is a max living makeover. So we teach people how to live out the maximum of their health and do it in terms of their lifestyle through the five essentials. Um, we put a very uh, God-focused spin on this that we believe that God intends us to live and be well. Absolutely. And so um, that's the big why as to why are we doing this? We're doing it to be healthy. We're doing it to live long and to uh, enjoy our lives with our kids. But we're really doing it um, to glorify God also. And so if you're interested in joining us in that event, where do they go, Ash? Where can they get information on the event and what website? Yeah, you can go to drryanlive.com. Um, and there under the events tab, you'll see um, the Max Living Makeover, the Genesis Factor. Um, that event is on October 26th. It's from 9 a.m. T- until noon. It's in Liberty Township at the Lakota East Freshman Building. Um, so it is up there. And we will have a lot of our great vendors, a lot of community partners that we have, people that are fo- uh, businesses that are that are local to us um, that fall in line with a lot of these principles that we're going to be teaching. So not only are we going to teach you the things that you need to know, but we're also going to 
provide you the resources right there that you can go out, you can meet, you can engage with, um, and you can figure out these lifestyle tweaks that you want to make in order to get on the healthiest path possible. So we were talking about nutrient density and eating foods that have more nutrients. And now we're talking about the Clean 15 Dirty Dozen, which is kind of like talking about pesticide density, basically, or toxicity density. So avoiding the foods um, or buying, especially buying organic in the foods that would have the most toxicity exposure. Um, The main reason that some consumers would buy organic produce, the the very main reason is to avoid consuming pesticides. Sure. Um, They're being linked literally to a variety of health concerns. So there's a 2013 study published. This is out of the National Center for Biotechnology Information. And they noted that there's a huge body of evidence on the relation between exposure to pesticides and elevated rates of chronic diseases such as different types of can listen to this list okay different types of cancers diabetes neurodegenerative disorders like parkinson's alzheimer's and als birth defects and reproductive disorders Shoo, that's so a big they're list. telling us that there is very clearly a growing body of evidence that there's an ex- a definite relationship between exposure of pesticides and all of those conditions. So here's the thing is that these problems don't happen just by chance. Parkinson's, ALS, that sometimes it's been two and three generations of people who have been eating inorganic food. And so with our kids, one of the things that we did, and, you know, I mean, my parents, we weren't fed exclusively organic. You weren't fed exclusively organic, but our kids eat pretty much exclusively organic. We even are very, 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 very choosy about what restaurants we go to. Yes. So the Clean 15 Dirty Dozen is what the um, environmental uh, working group releases every year. It's a shopper's guide to the 12 pesticide-rich foods that you want to avoid the most and buy organic. And the Clean 15, that if you were going to buy inorganic, you could get away with maybe buying these 15 especially. So what does that list look like in 2019? Yeah. So, yep. Yep. So the clean 15, um, that if you want to get away with buying inorganic number one, avocados, number two, sweet corn, number three, pineapples, four frozen sweet peas, five onions, six papayas, seven eggplants, eight asparagus, nine kiwis, 10 cabbage, 11 cauliflower, 12 cantaloupes, 13 broccoli, 14 mushrooms, and 15 honeydew melons. So if you're looking at that list, the thing that most of those have in common, and it's not every single one of them, some of them just don't require pesticides because bugs don't eat them, right. so they don't have to spray them. But the ones that on this list that really stand out, avocado, corn, pineapple, right, mm-hmm. um, they all have a hard outside, honeydew melons, yep. cantaloupes. They have a hard outside or cabbage. You can at least peel off the first layer or two. Right, right. So the the any pesticides don't get inside. Right. And then the rest of them are foods that don't require a lot of pesticides because bugs don't gather on them and eat them very much. Right, right. Um, so that's your clean fifteen. And what that list means is you can get away with buying those inorganic if you need to. Now the dirty dozen. If you look at this list, what you'll find is. It's a list that either bugs tend to eat a lot more or they have softer skins to them, making them more absorbent to the pesticides. So this list is strawberries, spinach, number three, kale, nectarines, apples, grapes, number six, peaches, cherries, pears, 10 tomatoes, 
celery 12 potatoes. So I said our kids don't eat a lot of fruit. One of the reasons they don't eat a lot of fruit, one of the things is pesticide exposure, especially if we're out at a restaurant. Yeah. Fruit's kind of off the menu. Um, vegetables are more on the menu, especially asparagus, broccoli, because they're on the clean 15. Right, right. But fruit's kind of off the menu at a restaurant because it is pretty certain to contain pesticides. Now, why does that matter? Because if you're constantly eating out, if you're on the road a lot and your kids are eating fruit and you think you're making a good decision, you might be giving your kid uh, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yes. Or you might be giving your kid um, a future cancer. And you're well-intended and you're meaning to do well, but out of either ignorance or not thinking it's that serious, you know, you got to be really, really careful. Um, and, you know, I think that this speaks to that group of people who say, you know, something bad happened to X, Y, and Z family member, and they always ate healthy. They, I always saw them eating, you know, berries. They were always eating vegetables they and berries eating and vegetables. And they were always they eating sick? apples. They were always eating, you know, and, and then you look at this list and there's a different light on an apple. I had an uncle, right? uh, my uncle Ron who um, passed away of liver cancer when he was 55 or 56 years old. He found out he had cancer, and a year later he passed away. And he was the healthiest person I knew out of, by habit, meaning he ran every day. He ate pretty much berries, fruit, nuts, uh, vegetables, right. You know, r- actual meat and nothing processed. But the interesting thing ab- about that is I don't know that they ever bought organic. Um, right. They were also – in. And this was just something else I also respected about him, that they were also kind of frugal. Right. And so they tried to save money where they could. And I think that food um, is never the place to do that. Right. Uh, Save money on, you know. Your car insurance. (laughs) Save money on your tennis shoes, for crying out loud. Save money on buying cheaper tires in your car. Save money on. cable. Yeah. I don't, like, do whatever, but don't. Whatever you do, don't. Don't chintz on your food. Like right. that should be one of your largest bills in terms of, um, you know, in the ratio of what you could spend on food, spend on the higher amount. Absolutely. Uh, buying quality food. Where you cut costs on food is stop buying packaged food, the cookies, crackers, you know, even organic. Don't buy organic snack food. Um, if you want to buy organic snack food, Buy organic fruit, buy organic veggies. Like right, right. Learn how to snack on food that doesn't have a um, you know list of ingredients in it. There's a lot of people that think they're really healthy that are eating a lot of organic snack food. We have a family member who, um, for years, we had to let her know that um, just because you're eating organic cookies and organic <laughs> snacks right. doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy. Right. And we all we all know that um, deep down inside, but I think that. You know, sometimes we think that we're doing better. Just because we're doing better doesn't mean we're doing good. Right, right. And this bio biotoxic accumulation. Yeah, principle, you mentioned that word earlier, and I, I definitely want you to talk about that. No, well, well, and I'm happy. Listen, I, I, I think it's interesting because a lot of times when I think about it, I think it applies to meat. I think about biotoxic accumulation in terms of meat, right? Yeah. But I think that there's also, I mean, what we see here too is that you know we can have those right, so here, biotoxins so here's, here's accumulating on the vegetables and the fruits. Virtually all animals don't eat other animals. Okay, right. All animals are they should be out grazing and eating plant based material. Now, today's day and age, most animals are being force fed grains because the idea is hanging weight and selling weight that they want to fatten animals up. So they feed them things that make them fat. By the way, 
if you don't want to get fat, don't eat lots of grains because that's what they give animals to make them fat. They give them dairy. They give them grains. They give them cereal grains. They even give them lots of things with sugar in them. Right. So pretty, pretty key indicator there that if you don't want to get fat, stay away from the things that they feed animals to make them fat. Right. Now, grains especially are heavily, 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 heavily sprayed with pesticides. So if an animal would normally eat grass that's not sprayed with pesticides, but now it's eating thousands of pounds of grain in its lifetime, that animal is being exposed to way more pesticide exposure than you would ever be exposed to by eating vegetables. Because even though the pesticides on vegetables are bad, you're not going to eat thousands of pounds of them every single year. Now, if you eat an animal and every meal you're sitting down and having four to six ounces of an animal that ate thousands of pounds of pesticide sprayed grain, then you're literally being exposed to hundreds of thousands of pesticides. So this is why it's called biotoxic accumulation is because it's it's not a simple addition. It's almost a multiplying factor that for every couple ounces of animal meat you eat, you're getting exposed to thousands, thousands of, of, of chemicals. Now, the way you avoid that is by buying organically raised, pasture raised meats, farm a uh, non-farm raised fish so organic wild caught uh sorry wild caught fish it's organic if it's wild caught because right. it's never been exposed to anything so these are the tips that we're going to be talking about uh, coming up at the max living makeover called the genesis factor and you can get a ticket to that live event by going to drryanlive.com clicking on events and clicking on the max living makeover the genesis factor we'd love to have you there Until next week, you're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.